0: From across the room, you've got to stretch your stuff, and I'll show you just what to do now. You gotta dance, gotta make your advance, you gotta show you've got guts. I got a move that'll make them swoop, and it's called the two step strut. Now dance with me.
1: Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Nolan. I am joined, as always, by the sequel of my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form?
0: Uh, do you work out?
1: <sighs> yeah. Where do you work out?
0: Oh, you know, um,
1: in Ravenswood. Oh, in Ravenswood? Yeah. Have you ever been to Vince's? No. Wait. I'd see you if you were at Vince's. That's where I work out.
0: Uh, I wish I could go to Vince's. Yeah, what do you bench? Um, uh, one fifty. What do you bench? 150. Two. Oh, cool. What do you leg press? Uh, you you, t- you go first. No, no, you 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 go first. How about at the same time? On three,
1: at the same time. On three. One, one, two, two, three.
0: three. You didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. I was waiting for you neither to say. Did you. Neither do you and that and scene. and scene that is a real scene from boogie nights <laughs> that is almost word for word it is. a
1: scene from boogie nights. <laughs>
0: yes um i love the energy of mark Wahlberg and john c riley it like acting at each other because somewhat like you see other scenes with them in it um but somewhat uh-huh. i'm wondering if it's just like oh yeah these two actors actually don't have a lot of like on-screen chemistry together like um because I don't know if they've ever been in anything else together, but, like, I bet that's about how much a conversation between Mark Wahlberg and John C. Riley would probably go, right?
1: Yeah, I... I honestly think it's just Mark Wahlberg is not a good actor and couldn't keep up in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like... John C. Reilly, it's all oh, paul thomas anderson's dialogue in this is fucking weird mm-hmm. i mean there's a the whole don cheeto trying to sell a guy a stereo yes. talking about high fidelity which is the highest fidelity which like that makes sense to me because it's a guy who's not very good at this trying to bullshit his way through a sale these two i just don't think mark Wahlberg was able to keep up his end of the conversation for that. Okay,
0: the don cheeto scene with this in the stereo shop is genius because like he does he goes through this all thing this whole like technical it's just like oh yeah you're gonna like um it's the best uh sound quality ever here you need a test drive inserts the most like banjo heavy country music thing ever which wouldn't have a lot of like you don't need high fidelity for that like it's so funny
1: i what a movie what a like
0: yeah out of the two people who always make movies about hollywood um mm-hmm. one being paul thomas anderson the other one being quentin tarantino i think paul mm-hmm. thomas anderson wins in my book uh because sure. it's a little like more i don't know just the vibe hits a little bit more it's like i feel that they are in the 70s right like that like it's, yeah. it's not like a it's, it's not like a parody version of the 70s it feels like it's in the 70s
1: and it's not a like love letter to hollywood in the 70s like it's almost it's not a love letter to pornography in the 70s no. but it's more like the the heyday of this like pornography was in the 70s arguably like for the, the idea of it being like kind of actually cinema and not just like mm-hmm. pump and dump porn hub content yeah like and i think that that's what the difference for paul thomas anderson is he's not writing love letters to hollywood it's like he's setting these in hollywood and taking a loving look at some like area of hollywood so in this case the porn industry and like trying to maybe write a little bit to them and not just like man hollywood rules right
0: yeah it's more like also like
1: there's some dark sides to this movie as well
0: like yeah yeah it's it's kind of more like um it's it's kind of more like um not a love letter but sort of like holding like a foggy mirror up to hollywood a little bit of like this is how it kind of was like um this is kind of the vibe it was in that time um which i don't know how old he is but like i don't think he was like i i I don't know i actually don't really know his background well he was
1: 26 when this movie was made oh really he couldn't have been yeah oh letterboxd if you didn't know go to the letterboxd reviews and every other one will tell you that he was 26 when he made this movie
0: Hmm. So, so he like, wouldn't have been around for the 70s. It was like 1997 really? when this came out. So.
1: so he would have been born in like the mid-70s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he would have been like a child. Um, yeah. But yeah, like um, I think Paul Thomas Anderson, I think he does have some like, um, like I'm not trying to like herald him or anything like that because like I think he's sure. done some shitty stuff. Like if you have seen some of the scenes in Licorice Pizza, it uh, he does some really not okay stuff. But like. Between the two, Quinn Tarantino, Paul Thomas Anderson, like as far as like feelings of movies, I think PTA mm-hmm. wins out in my in my book. But mm-hmm. um, also, I don't think Paul PTA, Th- not QT. Yeah, and also, I also don't think Paul Thomas Anderson has ever spit on a uh, a reporter for asking him a question. You never know. You never know. Um, so, what you've never seen this movie before, right?
1: No, I've not seen Boogie Nights before, and like many people on Letterbox, I thought this was about disco.
0: Oh, hilarious! Um, did you? Uh, what was the most shocking thing in this movie? Like, like what scene? Like, kind of like just like what kind of thing? Like, was there? Was there? Because there's, there's um, a few moments that I think are like that in this. Like, I mean,
1: shock of actual like being kind of stunned. Was when Mark Wahlberg actually whipped out that big penis right at the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. I didn't think they were gonna do it like I didn't think they were gonna and so when he did I was like oh shit they did it um, as far as like the premise um, I don't know I acclimated pretty quickly I think okay. to the movie um, so it'd have to be something kind of early. I don't know. I guess I wasn't super sh- Maybe the fact that they were, he and rollerblade girl were clearly like 17 yeah. in the movie in real life. I'm sure they were of age, but, and also that probably was true for the seventies or whatever, but I was just like, that was the bit where I was like, Oh,
0: Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, probably that, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of shocking stuff, but by the time a lot of the like heavy stuff comes in, it's in the fall portion of the rise and fall story. So I'm, not as surprised when like Don Cheadle is the sole survivor of a donut shop uh, robbery, <laughs> robbery, and then perpetrates a second donut shop robbery off of that crime scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, like stuff like that didn't really shock me just like that was pretty tense. Like that was legitimately maybe one of my, the best scenes in the movie for mm. me. Cause it was legitimately tense. Like a lot of the other stuff with like Dirk doing drugs. And then they're going to rob Alfred Molina. Wasn't <laughs> very tense for me? And I think the reason that wasn't tense for me was because of the fucking firecrackers that they would not stop yes. setting off Yeah, was
0: pissing me off so much. I think that's intentional. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I know it's supposed to elevate how fucking wired they are. And like, it's, unsettling them the whole time i get it it also was just fucking annoying yeah yeah for sure like but what about you uh when the first time you saw
0: this i think what, it what is like really shocked you i think it is the donut uh scene because mm. it's just like it's so out of like like it's not like the, the a lot of the fall portion is like you seeing like these people like Out of their element like they were safe in like Mm -hmm. this little input Reynolds house like doing like porn stuff right like Mm -hmm. like when it's like when the family was together everyone was fine but now that they're apart like this weird shit is happening like but like with Don Cheadle character and his uh and his partner um Mm -hmm. like that scene is just kind of out of nowhere like it seems like that that scene could be in anything right you know like um And be like intense, like a lot. It didn't like really pertain to a lot of like what Don Cheadle's story arc was (laughs) really besides like besides that, like he was just happened to be there. But yeah, I think that scene just because one it's an all I, I think it's an all white donut shop right or something or he's wearing all white right like in that
1: he's wearing white but i think but it is like an all-white donut shop as well
0: so like the color of the blood in this like sort of like fluorescently white donut shop like and just Mm -hmm. like oh this just all happened to be a random thing right you know like i think that's Mm -hmm. the that was the most shocking part of the movie for me
1: um I was definitely like the most tense, just because I was like, I know what's going to happen. Mm. Somebody's going to take a wayward shot, and it's going to kill his pregnant wife, oh. or whatever, and that's going to be the dark ending to this scene. I'm glad it wasn't, but that's yeah. why I was the most. I was like more tense for this scene. So I was like, I'm that's. Ex- I'm positive that's what's going to happen. Is a straight bullet's going to go out the window? Yeah. I um, I think when I finished the movie, cause when I, this I finished the movie and I texted you, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, and I think. Having a couple days to sit on it, I enjoyed this movie more Mm -hmm. than I gave it credit for the first time. I traditionally, if I don't know I'm going in to watch a movie that's The Rise and Fall of Dirk Diggler or The Wolf of Wall Street or The Lord of War, I generally come out of the movie not having enjoyed it very much because I was like i've been waiting for a plot to start to happen like an actual story and it doesn't and i have nothing against rise and fall movies it's just more of like if i don't know to expect it after like 90 minutes i'm just kind of like annoyed because i don't know how much time is left in the movie sure. and i can't gauge like are we at the middle of the thing like are we at like where are we coming home to land here yeah and that's kind of that's more me thing than the movie thing it's just having sat on it now for a couple of days, I definitely think high, more highly of it than I did having just finished it.
0: Yeah. I think I always have that feeling too. in the middle of rise and fall movies too, just like, mm-hmm. so when's it gonna hit or like when, when is the thing going to hit? Like I think Lord of War, War like is a good example of like, I thought that was a disappointing version of the, mm-hmm. of the same sort of format. Right. Mainly because I don't know. Like I, it was hard for me to care about him like you know or like it was mm-hmm. focused only on him like i think like this isn't only the rise of fall of dirk diggler it's the rise of fall of all of these characters right you know like mm-hmm. they all have like their roller coaster that they go through um in each like even though you don't get like i think i think mark Wahlberg's character um has the most like screen time or whatever and most development of his mm-hmm. story uh, but like He's the main
1: character of the ensemble yeah but it's still an ensemble yeah
0: it's sort of like everyone's rise or rise and fall is like sort of gravitating around his whole thing mm-hmm. um like i think everyone's stories do feel like started and finished because we we sort of like caught their mm-hmm. stories in the middle of their stories right you know so we're just seeing the like the middle to the end of theirs right um if that makes sense uh where where you see mark Wahlberg's uh dirk diggler's from his humble beginnings to his end right
1: what a dumb name dirk diggler i it's so funny to me that they were like hey uh we should change your name we should give you a different name for porn purposes and the professional directors like, yeah, I got some ideas. What do you think? And Mark Wahlberg goes on this thing about how he had a dream uh-huh. where he saw the name on a Marquino's Dirk Diggler, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, that rules." Like, what are you talking about? I might That's stupid. I might
0: pull the clip of it because it is just like sure. I always. I also like because he has like a um um his character kind of like does evolve and like he's sort of like this sort of I I would describe it as like the the uh. Uh, Star Wars and New Hope, Luke Skywalker of porn kind of thing. I'm just God. like, he's like, he's like the Luke Skywalker of porn in the first half of just like, oh, geez, like, I don't, this is all weird and new to me. Like, I'm just learning, you know, like, um, right to where he's eventually becomes a very confident, like also, um, overly confident, like sort of drug fueled co- man. Um, like, uh, he, sort of has this whole arc of like, I don't know, like I, the, the first half of the movie, he's just so annoying to me. And like when he was giving that speech, he was still like, Oh yeah, I'm a 17 year old kid. And I'm saying this thing about my name that I really like, like, you know, like he sounds like a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> um, before we move on, cause
1: I don't really have much else to talk about with the movie. That's not just how weird and, and places probably problematic it is. Yeah. Um, I did like the way that they showed the Dirk Diggler starting to get too big for his britches or like mm-hmm. the business changing him is at the the between the second and fourth annual adult film awards where he gets up to win the first time at the second annual one and gives this long speech about how they can always make movies better and he can't wait to keep rocking and rolling with everybody. And then they cut to the fourth one where he gets up for the award and he just takes it and says, Thank you and then goes and sits back down. Yeah. I was like, that's a smooth way of showing that like the sheen has come off of the new kid. He's starting to, like, get changed by the the business and the glamour he's, and the money. And he, everything. He's
0: in the nothing can kill me, I am I am forever sort of uh headspace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is just a good way of, do, like, showing that change without it being, like, a long scene. It was just, like, two shots, really, that were pretty quick. And yeah. It was, it was a good way. of Also, because they're second annual and then fourth annual, we already can tell two years have passed. Like, it's just really slick work.
0: Yeah. Yeah i agree
1: uh all right well uh, you like this movie and i also at this at this time i like this movie uh it may surprise you to learn that other people had some opinions here i pulled from letterboxd and i have a few reviews for us here today uh our first review comes from dylan galula who gave us five stars i'm sick of how everyone makes their little jokes on letterboxd this isn't a joke to me end of review
0: Oh, Letterbox isn't a joke to them. Um, I think Boogie Nights isn't a joke. To
1: oh, them. Okay. maybe not. Maybe reviewing movies. He's not clear. It's just I'm sick of how everyone makes their little jokes on Letterbox. See, see, this isn't a joke to me.
0: I, I see that as like, oh, Letterbox is my life. This is my. This is the blood that fills my veins, and I am. Maybe. I am the. I am the. Um, I am eternal in this.
1: Well, Dylan Galula, if you're listening, get at us about what you is your life blood. What's not a joke to you, will. We can print a retraction if we need to. Um, our next review comes from Webs with a Z. It gave us four and a half stars and a heart. Fuck, 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 fuck. I thought this was about disco and I watched it with my parents.
0: Fuck, Hilarious. Fuck,
1: fuck, 90 out of 100.
0: I could see that. I mean, like, Boogie Nights. Sure.
1: A lot of, lot of reviews of people who accidentally watched this with a parent not realizing it was about pornography. That's really funny. Which, like, the thing is, I figured out pretty quick that it wasn't about disco by just looking at the movie description on hbo max like that's why i don't necessarily have as much sympathy for people who are like i actually watch this with my parents it's not like oh we just sat down to watch it on tv because we thought it would be fun it's like yeah if any place that you'd go to rent this movie or buy it it's gonna pretty much straight up tell you that the movie's about porn
0: yeah um did you think it was about disco when we chose it Like, or did you know by that point? Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. I
1: I did. I did. You kept mentioning Mark Wahlberg's cheeks. And so I I figured was going to be some kind of like nudity or something. So I assumed there'd be something like that. I didn't think that the movie was about pornography. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. I just was a little surprised. Sure. Uh, Issy with a Kiwi emoji after her name gave this just a heart. William H. Macy is just the saddest man I have ever seen. God, I hope he's genuinely happy in real life because he looks so damn sad and he couldn't change that. End of
0: review. They gave him like sort of like the worst like version of like haircut to mustache style like in this movie that just kind of make him look sad. Also, his story is like, like I I don't. I don't know. I thought it was so funny.
1: I actually thought it was really funny that every time he enters the scene, his wife's just having having sex sex with with somebody else else, and he walks in on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also, they keep calling him Little Bill, which definitely probably doesn't
0: help. Probably doesn't help. Probably does not help. Um, Which, like, that's another story of just, like, that must have been, like, based on something. Because, like, it's just, like, a weird, like, thing to include. Like, it's just, like, a space filler in the movie. I'm, like, that has to be, like, something that happened, right? Um, Or it's just, like, oh, yeah, like, I want to tell this story about this guy who keeps walking in on his wife getting fucked by people.
1: Yeah, I... I just, it was so funny to me that every time he just like every scene where he was in, he'd be like, where, I wonder where my wife is. Or so does he just like wander into the grotto at Jack's house? And she's just a bunch of just, just watching her have sex with some guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just literally every well, one of uh, his scenes is that like, ev- like of like the four. <laughs>
1: uh, Meg memes is our next reviewer. She gave this four stars. My therapist told me to watch this because when I talk about my friend Dirk, she just pictures Dirk Diggler. Hilarious. In the review. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea of your therapist yeah, I'm sorry I can't I need you to watch this movie because every time You tell me about your friend Dirk in our private Therapy sessions I'm just imagining Mark Wahlberg and his big penis yeah
0: yeah And so like I'm gonna need you to Like stop calling him Dirk and we gotta come up With a new name we can call him D uh, oh wait no we can't call him D We can't call him D shit, <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Big D fuck no, no fuck we fuck. can't do that either Uh, um, uh, uh We'll call Him we'll
1: switch the letters around so he's Dirk Diggler fuck (laughs) dig Dirkler
0: no No. fuck Uh, (laughs) uh,
1: our last review comes from Lee who gave this three stars I paused my DVD to take a photo of Dirk Diggler in one of his action films to say to a Discord group chat, You know that scene in Always Sunny where Dennis proposes a film to a director and he's like, Fighting crime, full penetration, fighting crime, full penetration. It's this. And when I went to press play, I accidentally pressed stopped because the button on my remotes are too close together and that utterly confused my 5,000 year old DVD player. Now it refuses to play the disc. So this is a placeholder rating until I can be bothered to pick it up again. End of review.
0: That is what I mean, these types of reviews now that aren't talking about the film are just talking about like the weird situation they had with Mm. the media, like like the technicals of the media or or the experiences in the theater. I just meet it with silence. Mm -hmm. This is silence (laughs) right now. This (laughs) this right now is silence. (laughs) (laughs) Silence is
1: (laughs) deafening. i include those just because i know i hope to get a a small tantrum out of you god (laughs) anyway that's the end of the reviews uh i don't know if the carnival's in town but um i'm hiding from the carnival this time as we learned last week i have the quibi curse you have the quibi curse it will continue if i play the game so i'm attempting to hide myself from the carnival
0: yeah let's see if you can here it comes hey what's up it's 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 Gargalax. Uh, I don't know you. I'm an old woman. I are am Babushka. Sure? Are, are you sure? Are you sure that's true? I,
1: yes, I am Babushka. I, I know play games. I'm going to... Wait. Is that you under there? No. Mike? No.
0: What
1: are you hiding? Uh, just for the... I'm I'm trying to cover all of my naked babushka parts because I was, in character, entirely naked under that uh, robe that was just ripped off of me.
0: Oh, we get in naked? I guess, yeah, we can do naked carnival day. That's usually on Wednesdays. Oh. <sighs> okay. I'm Garglax, and I'm naked now. Um, uh, also, uh, thank you for last week um, where Gargamel um, was uh, car- where, where was taking over. I am still giving mm-hmm. birth, but this is like the quiet period. Ew. This is the quiet period. Everything about your species is horrifying. Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, Quibi is a horrifying hell place. So you ready to play a game? No,
1: but apparently I I don't have the option of playing the game or not. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wait. What's that? Wait, no. What's that? Do you see that over there? Is that a... No. Is that a... Is that a there's something flying through the sky towards us
1: I put cataracts in my eyes to play the babushka so I can't see very well at the moment
0: lightning crash (laughs) hello oh no it's the it's the evil it's the evil wizard from the planet Quibi the inverse
1: come on on. (laughs) the
0: inverse wizard the inverse wizard oh god no Yes, that is right. I am the inverse wizard. I hate the carnival of games that uh, that Gargalax has created, as it woes me so. So I cast a spell on the game today. Oh, no. He cast an inverse spell on the game that we had planned today. Now it is the opposite of what it usually is. This is horrible. That's right. Now you must play the inverse version of More Like This. Oh God,
1: I was worried it was going to be Madison's liquids. <laughs> I don't know what the inverse of that is.
0: One day you will find out one day.
1: It's called Solid Madison and I just have to guess if you're rock hard or not.
0: <laughs> Enjoy the inverse game. Um oh my gosh
1: uh, actually before the wait sorry uh inverse wizard i have a quick question before I yes. go uh because this is an inverse game if i play it does it remove the quibby curse from me
0: ah uh, the quibby curse even i my most powerful inverse powers uh, okay, cannot undo Goodbye. the quibby curse you, go now. you must you get go the now. five tomes of shoo, up uh, the connection cut out um gotcha. so I guess we'll never well, know.
1: Stay tuned for the long saga of the five tomes. I suppose, yeah. Frequels, moving forward.
0: Wow, that was weird. I haven't seen the Inverse Wizard in over two decades, and now uh, they suddenly came uh, for this moment. I wonder why.
1: Was there a legend about where the Inverse Wizard was? The, this is the episode now, Frequels. I'm sorry. The
0: Inverse Wizard uh, came from the uh, came from the planet. Uh, um uh, vine, mm-hmm. vine. <laughs> <laughs> um a long a long destroyed planet that um eventually uh, the, uh that was destroyed by the inverse wizard's powers um he escaped though and now travels the 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 metaverse to find the um to ruin all other uh streaming platforms gotcha
1: Okay, no further questions. Okay. I'm sure we'll we'll meet him again. I'll have some questions next time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh write those questions down and then we'll address them next time he comes in. Okay? Okay. All right. Sounds good. So he let's see, he inversed more like this. Oh, okay. Let me see it here. Oh gosh. Okay. So it looks like for this game. Now there are real movies that exist and only one of the uh, one of them is the fake one
1: that's how this game's normally played
0: oh the inverse wizard
1: (laughs) the first bit stays in Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah oh the inverse wizard uh there's no there's no synopsis at all it's just a bunch of names it looks like some of these are porn, and one of them is not. Okay. They all look like porn parodies, so, so I guess you have to find the one porn parody that is made up.
1: So still not really an inverse of the game, though. It's not really... It's still the same game. It's just porn. It's
0: reworked. It's reworked. So really, he's a pervert wizard. He's really a pervert wizard, yes. Okay, gotcha. So it looks like... So for this game... um. There are some ridiculous porn parodies that exist, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say the name of them, and Mm -hmm. you have to find the one that the Inverse Wizard made up. Gotcha. Um, (laughs) Sure. Are you ready to begin? Uh, Yes. Trio number one. Okay. Bob's Boners. Okay. The crass and the fuckiest. Okay. Strokeymon. Which one of those? The cr- is the did fake one. Yeah.
1: The middle one, crass and the fuckiest. The
0: crass and the fuckiest? Why do you think that one? Yeah.
1: Cuz the other two were better titles.
0: <laughs> it looks like that one's correct. Yes, you're correct on Okay. That yeah. Trio number 2. Thor, Cockafunt, Th- Thunder, Evil Head, Pulp Friction. Oh, God, the first one, Thor, Kaka Thunder, Thunder. Yes, you're correct. Third one, mm-hmm. James Bond, <laughs> <Okay>. Power Bangers, <sighs> Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. This one's this one's tricky. Yeah,
1: I'm going go with Power Bangers.
0: Power Bangers is the fake one. Yeah, locked in. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it is James Bond. Uh,
1: James Bond. Okay. I was well done. I, honestly, I was thinking it was either that or the 10 inch mutant ninja turtles. Where it was those were the fake ones. So you got me entirely on that one.
0: Um. Cool. Um. That is it. So I mean, you got two out of three. So I guess you got the point. You can't wait till the next time the inverse wizard uh, fucks with one of the games. Yeah. He almost imperceptibly fucks with one of the games. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. All right. Let's let's
1: let's do the damn thing. We're at 30 minutes.
0: Okay. Perfect.
1: All right. I'm not going to sort of time yet. Yesterday or the day before, you and I were talking a little bit about this movie. Mm-hmm. And we jokingly came up with two titles. Uh, we were just like sort of riffing. And we said um, Boogie Dawn. And you threw out the idea of the stars of this having to repel like a communist Russia invasion or of whatever. the porn industry uh, of the porn industry. I my brain immediately leapt to boogie zero dawn instead of horizon yes. zero dawn a dystopian future. My brain locked onto that and I started vaguely coming up with ideas about um, like sex robots. It's a dystopian future where giant sex robots have taken over mm. or like are the big like monster animals. Um, they're called sex. S E C H S instead of sex mechs. S E so like so, uh, so like mech. Got but it. But with an S, so it's sex. The sex. Okay. But they're S E C H. That's what I've kind of got cooking in my brain. We don't have to do that. Um, we could do a poll. Or PTA style where it's like the rise and fall so it's like we jump every couple years as like the robots become larger and more dominant
0: What if we do that like let's like let's do that like I think that'll be a fun a more fun thing to work through So
1: then I'm gonna start our time our 30 minutes starts now Cool. Uh, What are your ideas of where to pick up? So
0: I think we get into like the 90s or like early 2000s or something like that Mm -hmm. like where we pick back up um they're all still rocking and rolling. They have had to adapt to like the new sort of like idea of like the internet and like that kind of thing. Um, and this almost becomes like a Terminator thing. I think like, like making our way from Terminator one to salvation, right. Uh time mm-hmm. period. There's got to be like some sort of new technology that like is going to revolutionize um, the whole porn industry. It's just like, Oh, what if like, what if like they start getting into like the early stages of VR or something like that? And oh yeah, like people can like actually experience the pleasure of the porn. Um and um or just like it starts with like videos and like shooting it from like a POV perspective, right? Instead of like a like a um a single camera perspective.
1: Absolutely. I've um sorry, I've also on a private window google search the history of sex robots so we can right, also right, maybe right.
0: tie that in um, I think you're gonna say I'm searching uh, VR porn if that exists. It's like, oh, yeah, um, that for sure exists <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: everything's porn uh, According to Wikipedia the realism of sex dolls greatly increased in the late 1990s. There we go uh, So that could starting with in, the increasing lifelikeness of sex dolls that could start to get into technology and like actual robots into the 2000s yeah. and then from there they start
0: to yeah and Then we have AI and I mean, oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, there we go so like Let's say like they started like doing like the sort of like lifelike sex doll thing. And like they start mm-hmm. doing like um, maybe uh, it's sort of like a licensing thing at first. And like just like, oh, yeah, this is the Dirk Diggler Ooh. sex doll. Right. And this is like the uh, yeah. um, all the other people didn't have like great names like Amber, the Amber the roller, sex doll.
1: Amber waves. Yeah. Yeah. Roller skate girl.
0: Roll, the roller skate girl sex doll. Reed Rothschild Buck Swope um so yeah so we start with that just like oh yeah this is just like a licensing deal thing I don't think like um and like they're st- starting to do commercials with them or something or like mm-hmm. some sort of like like it fucks like real life or something like that <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> tech, that's the tagline yeah. it fucks like real life on all
1: those all those commercials that they're airing on television yeah exactly
0: um um it's just like where do we play these just like insect shops i guess uh i also like the idea of the alternate future like or the alternate timeline of like um quinn tarantino Mm -hmm. does that it's just like oh quinn tarantino thinks is in his own universe right like Mm um um so like so this
1: is strictly the diggler verse the diggler
0: verse yeah um, okay. um
1: i like the idea that we start the movie though where they like the the set life like sex dolls thing is totally like hey gang um last movie bombed a little bit we need to supplement some income just need you to sign these releases for life like sex dolls yeah no and like that's not even a concern we go on with like a regular like they're gonna make nice movie like we don't even address that until it's like we start to get into the 90s and they're like more text being put in them and it's like hold on a minute How much money is being made off of these? Are we seeing any of that? And then it starts to become like a global, like an issue, like with like a a, um, apocalypse dystopian thing. Like, but we start the movie where it's just like it's a throwaway. Like, hey, just need to supplement some income. No big deal. Just sign the.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like, like, oh, they're going to put my like face on some blow up dolls. Sure. Like whatever, some extra income. And then like it goes to like the 90s and then like. They they all get asked to um, go to like a like a screening of something just like what is this about? It's like mm-hmm. I don't know like we like like Burt Reynolds characters like it's some sort of like licensing thing. I don't really know. And they show them a video of their sex doll- sex dolls having sex with each other, but it looks like exactly like them, right? And it, and it's like wait that we didn't do this, we didn't do these scenes, right? I don't remember this at all. And then like they realize oh it is the um The sex doll thing that they like Did they wrote they gave the licensing To back in like the 80s
1: Uh Should we have something also where they like maybe Back in the original when they also just do like Some light voiceover like Like for like, a, there's like a speaker in the dolls Or whatever. it's just like hi I'm Dirk Diggler Yeah yeah I've got a big penis Or whatever like
0: Oh wow but like oh wow So it has their voices oh wow <laughs> Yeah yeah stop jerking off Madison oh wow uh um... No
1: I think that so what is then I guess if we're going forward, I guess we need a premise beyond just they keep moving through time until the robots take over. Like what are they kind of doing in the rise and fall? Yeah. This continued rise and fall.
0: Yeah, like I think like at, like I think they maybe they're running out of money and like they're doing this whole thing mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, so um, because Reynolds like backer becomes like is is in jail right um yeah. like in probably the most fucked up plot point of the movie, um, um yeah. and I think Jack mm. is like this is a way to like earn some extra cash to fund our next big movie like maybe they have a big movie they're trying to fund like um that mm-hmm. we should come up with the name of
1: um fuck Rogers and his Adventures in the um sure what if i think this works because the 90s into the 2000s was also the advent of the internet and internet pornography which essentially kind of brought an end to for-profit like videotapes and theaters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because everybody could just find porn online yeah um so that could also be the them running out of money Mm -hmm. becoming a thing um is it in the two thousands that the robots start to become a problem?
0: <laughs> I think eventually we end with like, oh, the the robots are taking over the world or whatever. Um, but like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yes, um, well, we eventually sign off on these things um, to work, mm-hmm. but we dictate their personality and their like, like it's basically glycine like in your image, right? Um, like, right. but having control over it too. Right. And just like being the master of it. It's like, oh, yeah, like, like for Dirk, it's like, okay, yeah, like he did this one thing. Like, and it's like, I wouldn't do it like that. Let me, like, can we reprogram him to do this and like say this and like, you know, stuff like that. And so eventually, like, the technology like increases over time, eventually becomes an AI thing where mm-hmm. it learns, and, but it also like becomes its own self. Right. Um, it's sort of, it's sort of like Planet what, of the Apes, another, <laughs> like, um, like, or what if, um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, rather. What
1: if, um, we retool a little bit then, yeah. and we start out in like 2030 or something okay. like that, where the robots are already have ravaged. We can jump back and yeah. forth basically. So, because I, I feel like the meat of the, the movie or the premise is this has already happened and it's the desolate wasteland left behind by left behind by the sex. So I wonder if um doing like roller skate girls like our lead character, she's like older now and like grizzled and and like I don't know, she finds an orphan in the street or something is trying to help that kid get to some kind of safety and it's like how did this happen yeah. or whatever and throughout the movie then we can cut back and forth. Cuz so I think your idea is very good. I think Jack starts to see potential in the in the the sex robots of like guys, we can License this in a way where whatever money that they would make for the movies comes to us yeah. Like so he keeps working on making them better and improving them because his whole thing is like making movies that have sex in them Sure, but he wants to make like cinema. Yeah, and he's like this is the cutting edge. It's like CGI Nowadays like this is the new thing and so everybody kind of gets on board and that's when the bots as they start to get Smarter and get some AI, are like hey, we're pretty much slaves, right? We're like, yeah, like we're not making any money and you're just using us to make money and and that's when they end up starting to overthrow civilization
0: (laughs) it's like um bicentennial man meets terminator meets like um sort of like like because i i think about um the guy who did um the stop motion stuff for Mm um star wars and for a, a plethora of like other like movies Mm -hmm. at the same time period um as soon as jurassic park came out um and Mm -hmm. robots were a thing and you could see it's just he's like oh my career's over basically you know it's sort of like that idea so it's just like jack being like oh like what if we could create robots that one never age um they don't Mm -hmm. get addicted to drugs or anything like they always perform you know, like that kind of idea. Like I think Jack becomes like sort of like not a megalo, like, like fanatic or anything like, but like more of like a, like this is the potential. This is like this, this solves a lot of our problems and like, Oh yeah. Like we, I'm not trying to like get you out of a job. It's more just like, I want you to have money and like you control this care. Like, but I want you to control this character's personality. Like, so Mm -hmm. it's just that the age and like, um, the control over it, like You know, like you could this is how you stay young forever. This is your legacy. Is this robot being your stand-in actor?
1: So let's do this then I think in the dark future um, Julianne moore amber waves mm-hmm. is our main character And she's the one because in the first movie she's like starting to get into directing and stuff Yeah, she's the one who in the past is like, you know what ma'am. I think i'm good Like I get what you're saying. It, it sounds good but Honestly, I had a good run and I think I'm ready to maybe just pack it in and I don't need, you know, my likeness and character to live on in perpetuity. So there's no Amber Waves mech. So she can be our main one. And then the some of the adventure of the dark future is her and maybe one of the other like another survivor or something having to bring down the now like over overbuilt like different mechs. So like what is the roller uh, roller girl sex look like now. Cause like in horizon zero dawn, they look like there's different animals yeah. or different sizes. So like as the roads took over, they also started improving themselves. And so now like the, the, what does the Dirk Diggler one look like? Is it like just like nine feet tall fucking jacked as shit? Yeah. Like the, the, Penis as a laser whatever yeah. I'm saying I think that's where our fun is now is what do those Look like and how does she and this other server Defeat them and what's like their main goal While we're jumping back to the past to kind of show How this came to
0: be okay so the buck Character <clears throat> who definitely signs off on this um, Yes one oh, yeah. uh, Is does a uh <laughs> God Um Man did you think back in like uh 20 when did We start this show like 2018 Um yeah, you think back in 2018 um, when we were like, "Oh, H- Hook 2, hmm, that we in 2022 would be like, "What are some cool sex robots that we could create?" Um, but Buck, um, his whole thing, or two is two things. One, his two character things, uh, or character things in the first movie are audio, like hi-fi, like stereo things, and also shape and like changing his style all the time, right? To like to be in again. Um so I think he is like has an audio like sort of like sonic wave sort of like pot, like 100% thing. agree with that, yeah. Um and is also um kind of a shape changer or something or can morph in like or transformer or I'm, can like I'm thinking transformer. Yeah, yeah. where like
1: parts of the like shift and realign to be a different outfit.
0: Yeah. And he's like this is the music and style that's in right now and, and like he like yeah. Um, so I think like in within like the resistance in the future Um, there's always this worry. Is there a buck around because they can he can look like anybody or like he can sound like anybody, right? Like, um, so like yeah, um, I think there needs to be some like
1: leftover of like Don Cheadle's like likeness in the mm -hmm. robots I think in the future Because like if they're just giant robots, then there's no real need to like base them off of people necessarily So I think there needs to be some like recognizable likeness to the person it's based off of yeah. so but they're all like but yeah like there's like multiple bucks and so they're all, but i like the idea that they're like are you a buck you have to tell them or whatever yeah. like people don't wear like somebody's wearing like a mask or like covering their face or whatever the concern is yeah. like they might be a buck
0: yeah i think within like under the face is always buck's face right like it just is more like a shield over it or like some sort of like oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: but that's what i mean it's i just i feel like if for what we're looking at doing, the robots need to still kind of look like yeah, Skate Girl, Dirk, Buck, yeah, um, John C. Riley, something Rothschild. I can't remember um, his first name. I
0: Think Roth. It's like it's like uh, Rod Rothschild, maybe um, something like that. Ra- uh, Reed Rothschild.
1: Reed. Yeah. What's his deal? Because he's just kind of there. Oh, magic. Of
0: course, magic.
1: Okay, so uh, let's do
0: so i think our
1: teleporting technology so let's let's like
0: let's go back a little bit like before we get really deep into this is like Mm -hmm. um i think we cut to like the beginning of the movie is them signing the deals and we see like maybe like a sort of like sped up like montage of things and like how did we get here um and then there's like a very long opening like sort of like thing and then the movie itself is us like in the resistance in 2030 like and then them taking down yeah. the these things right
1: i my pitch would be we start in the dark future and amber waves save some orphan or whatever and it's like we have to get you to the safe zone yeah. or something and the kid's like like how like who are you how do you know all this about like how to defeat the robots and how do you know all this like well mm. i was there and then we cut back and we can like intersperse with flashbacks to how we got to this point got it got it again i'm with you the the meat of the movies in like 2030 or yeah, whatever yeah. where it's destroyed by the sex yeah. um um also we have to figure out how cocaine factors into this yes, movie absolutely
0: they're powered by cocaine um oh my god that's actually really fucking funny um, uh okay so yeah like i just wanted to just get a beat on like what the actual like no like, no you, yeah good call, yeah, good call. Um,
1: also i think we should decide one last thing before we jump back into the fun bit you got about 10 minutes what's the end goal is it just getting the kid to safety does it become like oh no we know we have to go face jack or something like mm-hmm. that and like he's the like in the matrix whatever the guy who neo has to face in the second one that's like oh yeah you always come see me i'm like i run the matrix or whatever oh yeah What's the, something like that like he's the guy in the tower who's still alive via robotics
0: he there's he's the only jack
1: yeah and it's whatever and he's like running the show or whatever
0: something like that he maybe he's the big bad or maybe he's the big good and like he realizes his mistake and like he led to this like by signing that deal hmm. all that time ago but yeah yeah so like it's julian moore going along like the path to get to um maybe it's jack's house or something or jack's jack's place sure yeah um then um so along the way um they interact with some people or they get like sideswiped or like attacked and like she knows how to like defeat the different robots um and um i think at one point she's like within like a society and like uh, or like in with a small group and like one of them's a buck and like that's how they interact with that that particular thing and then Mm -hmm. um eventually they get to jack's place um and i think
1: i'm gonna take back the idea that jack is a robot he's a hologram because it's like his house preserved exactly as it was in the 70s and he's just like a hologram puttering around the house yeah maybe like giving commands and stuff for the robots but i think that that's a really cool way of like yeah keeping also if we were making this movie now that's the only way we could get burt reynolds
0: (laughs) yeah and i think it's also maybe it's like um we gotta get there and like she hasn't been there in a long time but that's like, mm-hmm. we got to find Jack's house. And um, that's what they're doing. The only movie is going to get clues and stuff. And um, and um, they eventually find where Jack's house is, who has the answer to mm-hmm. um, maybe he has the kill word. He's the only one who had the kill word or something uh, mm-hmm. to defeat them all. Um, and You know what
1: the kill word is? Cut so yeah, I like this. I think I like the idea because of the kind of movie we're talking about. I think I, I'm going to try to always find a way to work in a scrappy orphan that like Julianne Moore, yeah. maybe, you're right. She doesn't know how to get there. So she's like trying to find people who've been living in the wild, yeah. the wild unquote, um, who like would know the way. She's like, I know kind of well, this is what it looks like. And they're like, oh yeah, we know where that is. Nobody ever gets there. That's like a suicide mission. Yeah. You're gonna have to cross the Diggler Gulch. You're gonna have to sneak your way through the fields of Roller Girl, etc. And that's just assuming you don't run into any bucks along the
0: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Stuff like that. Like the idea of that's our movie then is like a sort of Wizard of Oz going to Mm -hmm. this place and passing through all the territories
0: of danger from the sex. From the sex. This is, this is amazing okay uh, i i yeah, would, I would fun, watch this movie. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um yeah so that's that's the plot of the movie that's kind of where they're ending mm-hmm. um so yeah let's go over so we were at reed Rothschild. so like for one okay we started it with sure. buck buck has is a transformer who can also modify his voice and is sort of like yes. a um uh and like you, sometimes you won't know you're next to a buck because they have changed their their visage right yeah, yeah. Um, um
1: i think that like we have like two or three like maybe roar girl diggler and maybe um like a third person who are these are the like you run into like one or two in your life like yeah. they're humongous though like bucks are everywhere there's like a lot of, bucks, a lot of like bucks. reeds maybe or there's like a number of them as well they're like the smaller potatoes robots that aren't like pushovers but they're not as well. it's like you don't want to run into a diggler or a that. roller girl because yeah, yeah. they're like the size of a building and yeah. they're what like you know they'll kill you instantly stuff like that because i think we need some bigger threats but we need a few like more kind of standard like yeah because in horizon zero dawn you'll run into herds of small like deer like robots that sure. are pushovers but they're not as hard as like the giant building sized fucking dinosaur yeah, ones. yeah
0: yeah i think like it is also just like a um an idea of like oh yeah jerk and roller girl were like the prime like were the the a-listers right of the porn world right so Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah those those ones were limited edition or like there just weren't as many made just for scarcity purposes right uh reed reed rothschild his his Mm -hmm. is magic right um
1: does he do like teleporting i think he
0: teleports yeah or like he um it's illusions or something like that um like maybe there's like many of him or like Uh. um he can saw himself in half or something like that um, he's got swords
1: that, like, two, one on either side that go, like, into his, like, chest cavity that he pulls out, like, you know, the the magic box. Yeah. Or he stabs the swords. So but they're, like, just these two swords, like, in his chest cavity on either side that he just, like, pulls out and starts using, like, General Grievous.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And he... And, and teleporting, and he, like,
1: yeah, and teleports also.
0: And yeah. teleports and, like, replicates himself. Like, there's, like, mirror images of him, like, around, it's like, oh, we have to find the right one. You know it's the right one because... Of this, Ooh. like we gotta find that wood what of about this, like she figures it out.
1: What about um maybe instead of teleporting, um, or and maybe like these are his only two powers. We do the swords, but he also because how magicians will throw smoke down yeah for animates, he like emits smoke so you can't actually see where reeds mm. are. Like they're like it's in a you're in this like cloud of smoke and you can't see where he is, and he's in the cloud with you somewhere with swords. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's trying to figure out like how do you defeat A read that you can't see yeah
0: um and maybe like his whole thing is like um how how do you defeat him is you we should talk about how you defeat and like how you notice it is a buck too like um but how you defeat a read is or notice that it's him is because uh you just hear a, a, a brief whisper how much do you bench how much do you bench um or, I mean, there, there's
1: a grotier answer to how you beat them, and it's because they're sex robots. You just fake an orgasm.
0: Sure. I, I like the idea that it is, like, tied to their character, or, like, there's a flaw in them, or whatever, or just, like, sure. um, maybe it's like, oh, I know how you defeat a Reed. You have to compliment them, or something like that, or um, maybe it's because, you know how Reed was always, like, kind of trying to mirror diggler Mm -hmm. a little bit like what if that's the thing it's like oh how you defeat them is you have to do the exact same moves they are like right and then um because they're 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 reacting to your moves so like Mm -hmm. you are if you are if you're doing the same thing they are you try to like um sure do it like that's how you get the upper hand and like so it's like oh you moved towards them with a mirror and then as you, when you get close that's when you like joe go for the jugular or go for like the power cell right um um that's good um, with with but button- we do need some action like yeah.
1: cutting like in Joseph because we got to get Julianne Moore who's conservatively in her 60s in sure yeah just some really intense sword fighting scenes oh yeah, yeah yeah John C. Riley
0: robots <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um um with bucks like uh we need to figure out how do you defeat bucks or like how do you um what's the thing you have to notice High fidelity you, you call
1: him a pornographer because that's the whole thing in the scene where he is trying to get a loan the bank won't give him a loan because he's in pornography and they keep saying he's a pornographer keeps like stop saying that
0: i'm an actor i'm an actor that's good uh-huh. um or you just make him super mad or whatever because he, he kind of was like a hothead a little bit of just like about his image Actually, like you get him mad and then he like explodes and like loses his like visage or whatever like he can't concentrate anymore
1: um yes so this is a couple ideas one the way you find a buck in the group is you like basically people walk to each other and call each other pornographers because only bucks will freak out about it that's how you like detect if there's a buck in your group the way you defeat them is because they're like one the the sonic sound is horrifying yeah and two they're like really scary you have to laugh at them yeah yeah yeah. like laughing at them is what like fries their chip or whatever because they're like no the look is this look is cool but the fact that they're terrifying usually people don't like it's like you have to have real like stamina it's also dangerous because
0: you got to piss them off enough that they explode because if you piss them off and like they they get like super powerful and they're gonna like hurt you but you got to piss them off enough that it fries their chip it's sort of like overfilling the balloon right until it like bursts right um that's fun uh yeah so there's like a scene with them um where they're in like they meet a small group or something like along the way and Mm -hmm. like um only one of them is a buck and they realize it um at that point um like maybe they tell a story of like yeah we were with this uh it's like how'd you all meet and um they tell their stories and like oh yeah we thought jeremy was gonna die um but he went down a hill after fe- fighting a- we ran into a buck and like uh we were uh he fell down a hill but he somehow killed the buck and then like julian moore's character is like are you sure he killed the buck are you sure he's not the buck you know like you know, I, like, you know st- I like, the- like stuff like that mm-hmm. go ahead
1: I like the idea that she plays it a little cooler and she's like, wow, I can't believe he killed a pornographer that easy. And then he's like, not a pornographer. What was that? I I didn't say anything. Are you a
0: pornographer? I'm not a pornographer. Like he's like trying not to
1: like, Like I think that's a really fun idea. I like that. It gives her a little bit more of like a street smart vibe here. She like like.
0: spills some like gruel or like or like (laughs) or makes him like drop his thing and starts laughing at him, and he's like, "No!" Uh Ah!" (laughs) Like something like that. Like yeah, um, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I think I think like I like the roller girl thing of like them in like Mm -hmm. a vast desert, like sort of like stretch, and then they just Mm -hmm. see some like dust like speeding up Mm -hmm. like throughout like the um or maybe there's many roller girls like or like us like a like a like a pack of roller girls right um that like
1: i'm thinking roller girl needs to be one of the bigger the bigger ones like like buck and reed are fine yeah but i think diggler and Roller girl need to be some of our like big fucking deal yeah, yeah. monsters well i was thinking uh, they don't have to be huge but yeah so there can be a few of her or something like that like, maybe they
0: travel in packs yeah yeah that's know. what i was thinking like maybe it's like i think i think I think definitely um um reed or sorry i, I think definitely D- diggler is just like one and he's huge um but oh, like 100 yeah, maybe like the roller girl ones are like medium size maybe like uh, like um definitely big like they're probably like eight foot tall right um and they mm-hmm. they are like there's like a trio or a pack or like five of them and they're all on roller skates mm-hmm. like rocket power roller skates and they're super sure. fast and they have like little daggers or something or a little something like um mm-hmm. um is there um why do you think they're getting attacked or like Anything is it just because they're survivors. Oh, I mean, these are
1: just like wild animals at this point. Got it. Like, okay. I think that the the sex aren't like like bucks and reeds are. I think somewhat sentient. or Bucks are kind of sentient. Yeah. I think when you get to like Diggler and Roller Girl, they're just like beasts. Got it. At This point. Got it. Um, I don't think they have a, an agenda. Okay. It's more of just they overthrew the world and then kind of went mad Got a it. little bit. Okay. Um. I'm fine with that. I think Roar Girl, like, I could see if she's bigger. It's like tanks, treads, instead of roller skates mm. for feet, which could be fun. If she's doing like stomping, especially. Yeah. Um, that could be her big move. Is like, because she also stomped that guy's face almost off. Also, in the movie, can so we give
0: like a little bit of a round of applause for Heather Graham, uh, doing that, in so- that whole movie and roller skates, even the dancing, like, and like yeah. doing steps, like, you know, it just like really impressive, like to me, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yes um I think like uh definitely doing like um uh, like tank treads of like like but I think it's like like souped up like sort of like i, ma- I imagine like the worst like yeah. scenes in transformers where they're like rolling around mm-hmm. like um and they have to like fight them or like maybe they have to get on top of them and like I don't know what what do you think her weakness is like in the in the first movie her thing was like kind of just like relevancy or happiness. <laughs> like, I think like just feeling yeah. out like, so I don't know what to do with I, that. So
1: I think once we get to the bigger ones, there doesn't need to be a clever trick. It might yeah. just be bringing them down. Yeah. Cause like an idea could be instead of tank treads. She's so big. Like you mentioned transformers, like semi trucks
0: are her feet. Mm.
1: And so they have to like get in the cars and like they can drive the car and like drive in opposite directions what? to make her legs like break off. She never whatever.
0: takes her skates off. What if you make the mm-hmm. skates t- come off or whatever? You make her feet come oh, off. Oh yeah,
1: you have to remove you have to topple her off of whatever her skates are and yeah. then she can't like move. And
0: then she can't move and she just shuts down because it's sort of like her thing, right? Um mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. Um uh so you you that's take your you take your skates off and then that's how you defeat mm-hmm. Ruler Girl. Um so I think I think they are a little bigger and like you have to like get into the semis or something or like um, or like find the re- or even if like find the release ahead, or something that's it like, is like locked up like tight and like you have to pick the lock and that's where the, like the orphan person comes in because they're small enough to like get inside and like un- undo the hatch or whatever. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then like you undo one of them and it topples over then like you get into the other one and you climb into the other one when she's on her, on the ground and undo the other one. And then like, they don't know like, so, um, but that's really good. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess all we're left with is the diggler, the dickler. I have a really bad idea Go ahead. for diggler and it's that his a robot, it's a giant. No, it's a giant slug robot. But in reality, that's just the penis and like a normal <laughs> robot sized. Mark Wahlberg is just like attached to the back of it, but it's like a slug the size of like a building. And then there's just attached at the back, right at the crotch is a normal rope like human sized Mark Wahlberg robot.
0: So I'm having a hard time picturing this. Is it a mm-hmm. it's a slug? You only see the slug. Is it like underground? Imagine
1: imagine Mark Wahlberg's fake penis from the yes. end of the movie about ten thousand times bigger. Yeah. But the body attached to it is still the same Mark Wahlberg size. So it looks for all intents and purposes like a giant penis slug robot. In reality, he's the whatever's attached still to the back. Maybe they have to sever him from the, like they're like I understand. trying to beat the so like it's not working and they have to get around behind to where he's attached and detach him from the
0: penis. And it's, it's di- the diggler because it digs. It's like a sandworm that like jumps oh, in and out, like a like a trimmers like like, sort of thing. Yeah. Oh. And in the back of each one is a, um, is like sort of like wired in is a, like a human sort of like. Figure that is like an android controlling it, right?
1: right. I mean, it's the Diggler body, like yeah. the Dirk, Dirk Diggler sex robot body. Yeah. It's just that they've modified the penis to be like colossal in scale, yeah, yeah. And I like that there's like two or three of them, I think, that they have to defeat, like all like, in a pack, and that way we can mm-hmm. there's still like a, a, a bigger threat than just one, but it's not like
0: many. What if from the roller girl fight, because they realize like, mm-hmm. oh, her feet are, are attached by magnets. Um, and, um, they take some of those magnets with them, like the, the magnet, mm-hmm. like, cause it's like, Oh, this could be useful. Um, and uh-huh. how they separate the Diggler, uh, the Diggler like skeleton from them is with one of those magnets or whatever. We just like, we got to tie it off to something. And then they like tie it off to like a tree or like to a rock or something. And they like pull like, so like the Diggler, it's like catching a fish, right? Like um uh-huh. they magnetize it then they have to connect the cable connected to the magnet to like something sturdy enough to like rip it out um uh-huh. you understand
1: i'm also yeah i'm also just imagining the scene of that worm leaping through the air with the just human-sized mark Wahlberg attached it to the crossfire and just julian moore taking a hatchet and throwing it and it goes clean through the connection there yeah yeah
0: that's pretty good too. like
1: like, like the uh, I'm not against like using magnets and ropes stuff like that I just also imagining like the lo-fi like Julia or throwing a hatchet at Mark Wahlberg's crotch to sever the enormous penis. I think like
0: the initial thing is the magnet thing and like it <clears> works <throat> for like one or two of them And then there's just this last one the biggest one and it's just like it's too aggressive <laughs> or something like that and like sure. it's about to like leap on the um the orphan child uh mm-hmm. the plot child um yes they very
1: well-rounded character we create
0: the plot child um and you just see julian moore who's been like toppled by one of the other ones just like throw a fucking mm-hmm. like future hatchet and it like severs the connection like um mm-hmm. it's um you didn't watch dragon ball z but it's the yajirobi moment of um cutting sure. the tail off of vegeta in the saiyan saga um uh just out of nowhere or like i don't know if we want to bring any other characters in um that travel with them but like because uh-huh. we, we haven't talked about like the other characters like do, are they still alive or are they also part of the resistance are they are they like with them or do they come and come in like contact with them um maybe they find the the uh the uh the <laughs> uh the the roaming uh the roaming uh hermit uh scotty j played by philip seymour hoffman <laughs> who is like a uh who is like a uh, um sort of like a a rome wanderer trying to like pass the stories along or something like but is also a fighter i don't yeah. know um, i
1: i don't dislike that i'm trying to think i mean i imagine they're kind of just stock yeah like dystopian future characters of like other survivors maybe they're trying to get from one end like they're from i don't oregon or something and they're trying to get to the haven south Mm. of the the porn fields yeah yeah and um they maybe they encounter scotty j the wanderer uh the wandering hermit of the porn (laughs) lands.
0: you can also get um louise gust guzman's uh character the maurice tt rodriguez guy he could also uh, yeah. be like i love uh, Luis guzman yeah um and uh he could he could be there too or like i don't know like um maybe one of them i don't know like maybe they're a duo because they're like those like they're the the third rung people or whatever, um, what if Louise built his own robots or something? Because he was always trying to break into the industry or whatever. Like, and um,
1: I love it. I love that he got his own robots made. They're fucking terrible. Yeah, they're not a threat at all. They're like the C three Ps. Yeah, this yeah, Universe. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Um. So you 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 meet some of them along mm-hmm. the way, and they're actually like really friendly and like actually helpful. It's just like, oh yeah, like they never got the the fucking like the. Um, the super chips put in, or whatever.
1: There's a scene where they're walking, and the other group's like, "Hey, there's a guy out there," and i start to call to him. And more I like holds out a hand to stop them. He goes, "Shh." It's a what's his name? Louise well, in the in the show. Um, it's Rodriguez. Yes. Um, it's Roger a T tt t-, t
0: T Rodriguez. Shh, shh,
1: it's a tt and there's a, there was, so and she's she's like it's another one of the robots well why, why are we waiting and then you see a bunch of reeds leap out and just like demolish oh my God. The t-t. she's like yeah, yeah that's
0: why that's why. like they
1: can use them as like like deer or whatever, like that's gonna wander into the trap for them yeah 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 i like that all right we're at an hour and 10 minutes we should probably figure out what happens with jack
0: yeah so i think like eventually they have to um they get to this <clears> sphere i think like from where they were going like i don't know like i like the idea that they're going like they're trying mm-hmm. to get to this place but they don't know where it is and like throughout the um throughout the movie they're getting like little clues or like little directions or something from somewhere or like not even sure. not even they if they have to
1: find scotty to get a map and then he gives them a map. yeah yeah like for the last leg of the journey or something yeah
0: yeah yeah um and uh They're like, uh, maybe Scotty is like the guard or whatever, um, of the, the dome. And, um, she's like, why do you want in here? Uh, you're, you're one of the people who caused this world or whatever or something. Um, she's like, I never signed the deal or whatever. Or like, it wasn't me. Like, Mm -hmm. um, just like, we're just trying to end this. It's just like, are you ready to end this? And
1: then, and then they fuck
0: and they fuck, um, or maybe because like maybe all the other people have died or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and they were killed by like their counterparts or whatever. hundred oh, yeah, um, percent. And maybe uh, Scotty is just like, if you kill them, they're all gone forever. Like at least some of them are like still out there, Ooh. like like sort of like at least they I kind like of ex- at least they kind of exist in some form. I mean, humanity did this to itself. Like it, it didn't. It wasn't because we signed those deals. It's just because like we we never thought we we never had the thought of like should we be doing this right like um humanity just wanted them and wanted them and wanted them and churned them out like and humanity destroyed our friends not the robots <laughs> sort of not thing. porn not porn yeah um God. yeah um so she has to convince him and just like look at the world like um sort of thing um i don't know do you have anything to add to that
1: no, I think it's good. I I just was going to have him be a wandering hermit that they get a map from. But I think sure. that's a far more yeah. uh, nuanced take for yeah. the character of Scotty.
0: Yeah. And we could say, like, um, not that it's like a hunting, like hunting for these things, but like maybe they have to get a chip from each one of these different types of robots to put in sure. to put into the door. Right. And, to, and uh-huh. it will unlock it or something like that. And then they have yeah. the scene. Sure. Then they have the scene with, uh, uh, um, hologram Jack. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think like we got to think like what the, um, what the conversation is. Do you have to convince hologram Jack to like give them the secret word? Um, and, um,
1: I think let's play it a little bit like, um, I mean, yes, but let's play it like black widow and Loki in Avengers. Where she's just feeling out a conversation with him to try to get him to slip up and tell her something like she knows that he's not going to tell her the word. um, But this way, she's like trying to basically it's like a mental chess game with this thing of like figuring out to get him to say something that clues her to what the word is without him telling her the actual word. So like he starts going on and on about how it's cinema and the world is his set and the shoot's not over. So she's like, oh, that's the thing end the we have to end the shoot and so she like cuts or something like that like yeah that could be an idea as well
0: and is that the hive mind like is it is is house the hive mind for all these things like yeah
1: um, i think so i think yeah the ai that's running the show like keeping everybody all these alive is here or he goes out they go out back and it's a giant cocaine mill that's just like felix <laughs> that's like shooting like powdering cocaine into the world because we said the robots run on cocaine it's the spice it's the spice that runs so if it's the cocaine must flow control the um, cocaine
0: control the universe <laughs> uh <laughs> um whoever controls the cocaine controls the universe um Sanfer-
1: san fernando dune a cocaine planet
0: yeah um, um
1: so we got to move on. Uh I, what, is, what what do you like? Is it uh, like a, a mill that is like pumping cocaine out into the the porn lands that the robots continue running or is it like an AI hive
0: mind? Um I mean, I like both. I mean, it's the thing it could be both. Like it's the it, like so it is the mind that controls the um it, like this is the hub of the of the mind that controls all of the um the mm-hmm. the titan porn robots. Um, mm-hmm. While also they do need fuel To live so like it does Fuel cocaine into the world right um, I think everyone's like addicted because it's like in the Air or something or just like it basically Becomes part of air or Whatever um, But um, well, maybe then we have
1: like These weird structures that The robots always like refuel at So it's not sure. like an aerosol cocaine Just in the world yeah sure
0: <laughs> um, But I think as they're Having their conversation and their battle of Wits whatever that is um because Mm -hmm. this thing is in this dome around this house or whatever like you just hear like things start to shudder and like basically all the robots within the area are like trying to like break down this dome or whatever um Mm-hmm. And maybe like Scotty J is out in the front and is like shooting some of them with his like laser rifle thing or what I don't know what he has sure. like you know, like is like holding the back the smaller ones while the um the Digglers and like the Skater Girls are trying to like lift the dome or break through the dome. Um mm-hmm. but um so you hear this happening and they're like trying to get in while um uh Amber is trying to like outsmart Jack to say what he needs to say. Mm-hmm. Um and i don't know to give like the orphan girl like some something to do Mm because like why is she here (laughs) like maybe she's the one who figures it out or something because maybe she was like looking at ancient tomes and just like directing books or something just like Mm -hmm. oh it's cut or something you know like yeah
1: it's like hello it's me it's me tress anderson
0: yeah jesus um um (laughs) jesus christ paula thomas anderson paula thomer yeah um yes that is true yeah it's polar my name is paula paula thomas anderson paulette anderson um, paulette anderson Paula An- anderson yeah um because i think Ju- i think amber is going to this place like only i can uh defeat jack because i know the most about him and I'm like i'm gonna find i know mm-hmm. everything about his like life or whatever I'll be able to find and figure out what it is, but like she's overthinking it and overthinking the, like the idea, like of like what this word or what this code could be or what, how do you defeat him? Mm-hmm. Um, and she realizes like, but it's the kid who realizes that, um, that is more basic than that. It's just cut. Right. You know,
1: mm-hmm. I, um, I think Jack's whole thing can be about art imitating life, and life now imitating art. Like, this is cinema on the grand scale, etc. Like, this is the experiment now, with uh, because this whole thing is like making cinema as well as some pornography, Mm. like in the movie. So I think the idea of like a Truman Show esque, like this is the art now, yeah, art is life, etc. And that could be his weird. Also, there's one last thing I'm going to add. There are very small robots with William H. Macy's visage on them that clean the house. The little bills.
0: The little bills. Um, okay. Yeah. Jesus.
1: That's the, that's the only thing I'm going to add to the the robots. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: uh. But yeah. I think we did it. I think
1: they do it. I think we did it. I don't think they do really... it. Maybe they do
0: do it in the end. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. How much sex is in this movie? I don't know. I think sometimes you see like roaming, like, I don't know, maybe the Digglers like have sex with like the fucking roller girls like in the desert or something. I don't know. Um, (sighs) if you really want to do that, I don't know, like,
1: no, I mean, any of the other human characters, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, um, I don't know, like, I like the idea that, like, Uh, well, there could be a whole thing of just like they're always being watched by some camera robots that exist or something like that. Um, sure um which could be like the little bills like the little bills are like the the like that's good
1: little bills are like the
0: spy drones The spy drones are always like involved in the actual logistics of the world and like are actually doing most of the work um (laughs) um so jesus christ jesus um
1: i we did it i think we're done we're just gonna keep fine-tuning at this point
0: so and it's also at an hour 20 so um um Yes. There it is. Horizon. Horizon.
1: Nope. Horizon. Boogie. Zero Dawn.
0: Boogie. Zero Dawn.
1: <laughs> well, if we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones. Tell the people where they can find you can us. You can
0: find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers, including the the you go to Pornhub. You search mm-hmm. um, equalizers, and you will find every one of our episodes on Pornhub uploaded as an audio file. And my, we were going to do that one time. I'm pretty sure we talked about that a long time ago. My my idea was to start an OnlyFans and it uh, for the equalizers, and it just be um, DVD cases with like a um, with. Um, like
1: thong right with lingerie lingerie yeah 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 that was that was that was the idea (laughs) go ahead that's a funny idea um you can also get in contact with us on facebook and twitter at the equalizers our gmail is equalizers at gmail.com we have an instagram it is the underscore equalizers and as always we spell it e-q-u-e-l-i-z-e-r-s like in sequel you can also Give special thanks to our the, the yeah, banana boys. Banana the boys. No more banana boys. Special thanks to the banana boys for our theme song, Two Step Strut. And you can find their debut album online everywhere by searching the banana boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S like in
0: oh yes. Oh, yes.
1: Madison, what do you think about next time? The Shadow.
0: The Shadow sounds great. The Shadow sounds great. All right.
1: Next time, Madison Jones and I know what evil lurks in the hearts of man. The shadow. So, for the equalizers.
0: Hi, Madison Jones.
1: I'm Mike Null, To be continued.
0: Leg, and then you get up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is. That's really it. You barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead. And we'll do that two steps. Girl. Come on, hands
1: with me.